You're listening to Baby Boomer's Guide to Life in the 21st Century with me, Alex Marinos, and... Hi, I'm Patricia Amphlett. You can call me Patty if you like. Oh, I'd like to. Wouldn't that be okay? <laughs> yeah, of course. You can call me Patty if you like. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about virtual health services with Dr. Nirvana Lakraj. Dr. Nirvana Lakraj is Chief Medical Officer of Health Direct. On behalf of Australia's governments, Health Direct provides support for digital and virtual health services. Dr. Lakraj is an expert in clinical artificial intelligence and digital health and has led medical teams in Singapore, Japan, South Korea and all across Southeast Asia. Dr. Lakraj is a Fellow of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, holds a Bachelor of Medicine and a Bachelor of Surgery from the University of Natal in South, uh, South Africa, and also a diploma from the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists, and a diploma from the Faculty of Family Planning. Dr. Lakraj began as CMO of Health Direct in Australia in June 2021. Dr. Lakraj, thanks for joining us. Hello, Lex. Lovely to be in your company today. So, so Dr. Tell us how, about yourself and how you uh, got into this area. Well, Lex, uh, once I qualified as a doctor uh, almost 30 years ago now, I've always wanted to travel um, and experience different cultures and practice medicine um, in different communities and uh, learning different things, broadening my horizons. And I've really been fortunate to have opportunities to work and live um, in various countries, such, uh, such as South Africa, the UK, Greece, Singapore, and I've worked all across um, Australia in remote and rural communities, as well as um, serving Aboriginal communities. Um, and most recently in Singapore, I really had an interest in digital health, where I was involved in uh, creating and fine-tuning a symptom checker chatbot and really got a a passion for digital health. Um, And I was so fortunate to uh, be appointed as Chief Medical Officer with Health Direct a year ago because it really is a culmination of all of my past experience and skills in applying all of the clinical knowledge and experience that I've acquired over the last 30 years internationally um, and in the digital health space in Australia as well, serving now millions of people who access our services. Virtual health services have taken great strides and uh, I guess most of us or many of us have had a huge uptake of telephone, telehealth, medical consultations and online consultations, especially during covid How relevant have those services been for seniors? Well, our core business at Health Direct is to provide 24 hours health information whenever you need to access it. And we provide these services via multiple channels, including our website, our app. Um, We also have helplines that are available 24 hours and uh, also provide information through our social media networks. During the COVID pandemic uh, as well, we provided um, trusted information online because, as we know, there was a load of information available online and you really want trusted information. So Health Direct provides trusted, reliable public health information um, and allows you to access information when face-to-face 
uh, contact is impossible in the after hours period and in rural and remote regions um, as well. And this applies to to your listeners too, who, you know, during the COVID-19 pandemic, it was difficult to access medical services. Neither did we want to go out uh, and um, put ourselves at risk. Um, And this is where we were able to fill those gaps. Gosh, what a great service. Wonderful. Doctor, it seems to me that there's a a couple of challenges here. One is that that I guess even without COVID, there was a necessity for us to become uh, better u- better users of of digital health services. But at the same time, people who, uh, in many cases, the people who, who need the health services may not be so digitally um, experienced. So how do you complementary train people to use the service and the nature of the service itself? Well, we provide our services across a number of different channels. One of the services we provide is a helpline service, a 24-hour health direct information and advice service operated by registered nurses and available free to all Australians. You can dial in any time of day or night um, with any health concern. Um, Our app that is free to download is actually extremely user-friendly, has really great graphics and um, in fact, um, I've shown it to my dad and he's used it himself um, and found it very useful. And my dad is definitely somebody who's been technologically challenged. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, we've made it so that it appeals to the majority of people, including, uh, you know, many of your listeners who have seen such change over their lifetimes in, in, in digital technology. Mm. Or it's as simple as a phone call correct absolutely you know while the while the covid was was at its peak uh this was a vital service for people to be able to use and then it seemed that when covid started to drop off a little bit if, if indeed it ever did um it seems mm-hmm. that we start to withdraw some of those services that you that that some of the medical uh services were saying no well now that covid's mitigated a little bit, you need to come in and and they've tapered it down a little bit. Is that right? Well, actually, Lex, um, on the contrary, um, Health Direct have continued to evolve our COVID services because as COVID evolves uh, and we have uh, evolved our management uh, and understanding of it, we've had to adapt as well. So we have firstly a symptom checker uh, on our app and online um, that uh, you can enter symptoms that you may have if you think you have COVID, and it can tell you then uh, whether you've got, you know, a very mild case of COVID, whether you need to actually go and see a GP, or whether you need to go to emergency if you've got more serious symptoms. And we've adapted that as we've got to know more about COVID. We've also adapted our uh, services. So we do have a helpline called the National Coronavirus Helpline, which is operated by Health Direct. And we um, have now been able to provide advice on uh, assessing those who may be at higher risk of COVID and therefore may be eligible 
for the antiviral medication that is now available for COVID as well. Mm. We've also adapted our isolation advice because, as you know, isolation advice has changed over the last few months. Um, and so we have stayed abreast of all the changes. We also have a vaccine clinic finder um, that we've been supporting also um, because um, those over 65 are now eligible for the fourth dose of the COVID vaccine. And um, you can actually find out where you can get that vaccine and make a booking. Um, that's something we facilitated as well. So this wonderful service has very helpful tentacles, lots of them, it seems. Um, but just going back, that it could be as simple as a phone call. What's the phone number? <laughs> Better tell our listeners what the phone number is. Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Our <laughs> phone number is a toll-free number, and it's one 800 22 Oh, okay. 1800 yes. Dr. Uh, now, for someone, uh, so... I'm not that comfortable with English as my first language uh, or, or second or third language. How, if I'm a bit apprehensive about having to uh, involve or communicate with a service, do I have any assistance? Is there any interpreter or translator that will help me access the service? Absolutely, yes. Yes, Lex. We um, cater for a number of uh, the different communities um, and uh Translation services are available on our helpline, as well as having the ability to translate our information on the website. So if you go to an information um, uh, piece on our website, you're able to read it in uh, a different language uh, as well. I noticed that there's uh, plenty of advice on lots of things to do with uh our health, and I'm fascinated by the advice on health needs for the over 60s on the Health Direct website, including dietary advice. Uh, can you outline for us how our nutritional needs change as we age? We all like chocolate a bit too much, don't we? As as we all age, our food requirements change as our energy levels change um, we may require less calories and as our body composition changes um, as well um, we may become more prone to chronic diseases um, such as heart disease diabetes and all of these factors need to be taken in consideration when looking at um, our diet what about do men and women's uh, needs differ much as we get older? They may slightly differ. Women, of course, go through considerable hormonal change at the menopause mm. and may be more prone to um, the midlife bulge, as they call it, or central obesity, uh, <laughs> being the more appropriate <laughs> medical term. Um, mm. And this can make us more prone to heart disease or, or diabetes. Mm. Um, regardless, for both men and women, maintaining a healthy weight uh, remains quite important as we all grow older um, because we need to preserve the health of our bones and the strength of our muscles as we age. Mm. Um, and it's important, therefore, that we eat 
to accommodate these changes uh, in our body. And I guess you would recommend exercise as well, an appropriate amount of exercise. And I can remember growing up, my mother used to say uh, people would offer to help carry all those heavy parcels. And mum said, no, it's all good for my bones. It might sound trivial, but that's probably quite right. That's absolutely right, uh, yeah. Patricia. Now, exercise is key as part of, uh, you know, generally healthy lifestyle. And, you know, it, it, something like carrying heavy parcels is actually good exercise because mm. it's a little bit of resistance training. Uh, you don't have to go to the gym these days to get a proper workout. And, you no. know, we've all become... Uh, living room yoga experts during the pandemic uh, yeah. with all the uh, bursts of YouTube videos on home exercises, etc. There's just so much available out there. I think the key thing to remember, um, and this is something that, you know, I really want your, your listeners to, to understand that it's all about balance. It's, you know, you don't have to actually change your diet uh, as you go older. It's about you know, firstly, enjoying what you eat. You need to be happy and healthy at the same time. So we're mm. not asking you to stop eating anything. It's all about balance and moderation. Mm. Eat what you enjoy eating. Make sure that there's protein, having your vegetables, having your fruit for that fiber. You're getting your vitamins in. You're having um, lots of sunshine when uh, when you're out in the sun to get your vitamin D and um well, currently in autumn and winter, they may be reduced sunshine. So maybe just speak to your doctor about whether you need additional vitamin D supplements. Um, and generally, you know, being being happy with what you eat. Um, mm. I wouldn't want, I, you know, when um, I see my patients, I wouldn't want to tell them this is what you should be following because everyone eats different food. So mm. you really need to have a balance and um uh, and, and of course, stay hydrated. How can I forget? Stay hydrated and drink lots of water. Indeed. Doctor, you, you, you talk about uh, balance. In a wider sense, how do you see the integration of, of, of Health Direct with, within the general uh, delivery of medical services? And also, we talk about it uh, naturally enough from the the patient's point of view, how does it operate from the doctor's point of view? It's actually very rewarding um, from a doctor's point of view because we're able to um, supplement a certain uh, uh, you know, gaps within the healthcare system. And we actually become part of the healthcare system. Um, we are providing um, advice um, and services to patients who may not have access in rural and remote areas, for instance, or uh, after hours, um, or those who, who can't get a GP's appointment and really want uh, a reassurance or need to know whether they uh, need to go to emergency department or not. Um, we're also able to uh, triage patients based on their symptoms and um, provide, uh, you know, some advice on how they can self-manage. And um, when actually they need to see somebody, maybe they don't need to go to emergency department right now. And this is what they can do until they see a GP, for instance. So it's actually quite rewarding because we're able to contribute towards a more efficient running of the healthcare system and, um, you know, take away some of um, the the load where there is a, a lot of um, burden on the healthcare system currently, as well as filling any gaps. So um, that, 
that's why I actually wanted to be in this role because it's an ability to uh, contribute to so many people um, but just providing this service. Oh, it's such a great service. And is the service supported by government how do you how do you fund the service that's correct lex we are government funded uh, a not-for-profit organization and we are you know the national virtual public health information service um, fully funded by the government mm. i'll repeat that number one more time it's uh, 1-800-022-222 and uh, people can find that number for such great service I just wanted to add something. We provide services in 16 languages, including English, Arabic, Bengali, simplified Chinese, traditional Chinese, Greek, Italian, Korean, Punjabi, Turkish, and Vietnamese. Um, so I'm sure this would um, cater for the majority of your listeners. Certainly. And, and pandemics notwithstanding... Do you see this as the way in the future, that there'll be more use of, of digital advice combined with uh, in-person services? I think uh, digital health is the future. It's certainly the first, perhaps the first step in a, um, in a patient's healthcare journey um, because you can have information at your fingertips accessible information, even just on a phone call, and you get to access face-to-face uh, uh, -face or, you know, hospital care when you actually really need it. Mm. Um, so, um, and in this age where, you know, technology is really a part of our life and we want to access services 24 hours a day, um, yes, I think healthcare needs to become part of that journey too with the digital first face. Oh, gee, it's been great talking with you. And as always, I always say that Lex and I are mature age students. We learn so much from wonderful people like you. Thanks, Nirvana. Thank you very much, Doctor. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.